Friday in the Locked On Steelers podcast, we talked a lot about the Browns' offense with their new quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. But let's talk about the Steelers' offense. What does Kenny Pickett have to do against one of the better defenses in the NFL? I want to focus on a specific aspect that we saw in all 22 footage that could play into this game. It's going to be a big episode here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Chris Carter joined by Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things of the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because we're your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL right now, and you can use the code, all lowercase, LockedOnNFL, for a first deposit match up to $100 more on them later. As I said before, we're joined by Jenna Harner of Channel 11, WPXI. She's always gracing us with her presence on Friday. Jenna, how you doing? I am wonderful. I'm happy to be back. Sorry the last couple of weeks have been a little chaotic. I feel like we've said that every week this year. It and it's just been the way that it is. But we're here. We're talking about some AFC North football. It's getting hot in the kitchen. I am don't know about you, but I'm stoked for this weekend. I'm super stoked. Uh, you know, we're recording this on Thursday before we know the results of Ravens Bengals. That's going to be a huge game. I'll be covering Pitt Boston College during that time for the Post Gazette. Uh, but it's going to be, but I mean, whatever happens there, it's still going. It's still going to be a huge result either Sunday for uh, for the Steelers and the Browns in Cleveland. So let's talk about this game a little bit here. We've we talked. We spent a lot of time with Jeff Lloyd of Lockdown Browns yesterday, talking about Dorian Thompson Robinson, him replacing Deshaun Watson, what the Browns' offense still needs to do, all those types of things. But let's talk about this. What the Steelers' offense has to do because at the bottom, but the bottom line is the Steelers' defense can play an elite game, can cause a lot of turnovers. But if the Steelers' offense doesn't take advantage of it, it won't matter. And this is one of the better defenses in the NFL statistically uh, through not through not through ten weeks now. So it's. It's going to be a, a challenge for them. And one of the things that the Browns do, especially under defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, is they love to bring the blitz and they love to fake the blitz. And that was something that I noted that Kenny Pickett struggled with reading against the Packers. And notably later in the game, I think it was maybe the fourth, no, it was the third quarter uh, when the Steelers were driving and uh, the Packers faked the blitz. Deontay Johnson broke towards the end zone. No one was covering him. And Kenny Pickett didn't see him. He checked it down to Jalen Warren, who was in coverage because the Packers faked a man blitz across the board, dropped back in the zone, and it was a missed opportunity for the Steelers. So that's what a lot of people qualify as a quote-unquote simulated pressure. And I went into the Steelers locker room on Wednesday asking uh, Kenny Pickett and Deontay Johnson, here's the first question to, to Kenny Pickett about the play and then about that play specifically, and then about the impact of simulated pressures and how the Steelers have been working to counteract that. And it's followed up by Deontay Johnson receiving the same question. These were Kenny Pickett and Deontay Johnson from the Steelers locker room earlier this week. DJ, was that one you like third down to DJ? Late third quarter. Yeah, he, he he beat the guy off the line and adjusted his route. You know, that wasn't he did a great job of, you know, putting his hand up. Um, obviously I didn't see him change the route. Um, but still he's you know, he had the green light to do that. He beat him so bad off the line that he mailboxed and put his hand up. 
Um, you know, I just didn't see him adjust her out. What's the biggest challenge to facing simulated pressures where teams, you have to make those kind of quick decisions, but not only you, but the receivers also have to be able to see that at the same time? Yeah, it all works together. It's not just the line protecting and me getting the ball out. The receivers got to get their eyes around as well. So um, it's really three three phases when you're when you're talking about getting the football out of my hand. Um, we're all working together on that, and it's big It's big in practice to see it and then go execute the game. How much closer do you feel like you guys are to being on all three of those phases compared to where you guys were? Yeah, we're way ahead, way ahead. You know, I think the ball is getting out of my hand a lot faster this, this year, um, You know, helping the, helping the line out. Receivers doing a great job of getting open, um, something that we've got to continue to do, especially against great defense like the one we're facing this weekend. Kenny, what's the impact of Pat's? When, when defenses simulate pressure, you know, show press of the line and they back off in the zone, quarterbacks have to make have to adjust to that. What do receivers have to do? What kind of challenge is that like for you guys when you guys are going through your checks based off of the coverage you see? Just understanding what the play call is. Um, sometimes it could be two plays in one, certain covers. You know, just got to understand the game as well as a receiver. You know, the, you know your coverages too. That help you out with your routes, uh, releases, whatever it is. And for the quarterback, it shows that y'all on the same page just in case they are in the coverage I weren't expecting. And you have to check to that second play. It's like, okay, everybody understands what's going on, so we can be able to move as one. So a lot of talk there, Jenna, about them being on the same page. And, and that's difficult, right? Because it's not just Kenny seeing it, it's Deontay seeing it. And we're talking about a frack, like two seconds, really, where they have to decipher this, where they're firing off the ball. They're trying to execute what they've been coached to execute on that play. But while they're doing that, watching the defense and understanding what they're doing in those two seconds so that they can adjust and adjust at the same time at the same pace and make a, have a chance to make a big play. And then, oh, by the way, finish that big play by making the throw and catching the ball and doing what you need to do after that. I, I feel like that's going to be a big story this week against this type of a Browns defense. It sounds so simple, right? Just go execute it. <laughs> I mean, in theory, yes, but this is a big part of what we've kind of been talking with a lot of the offensive players about kind of consistently is just communication. And we know that there's been so much focus and so much talk about taking strides in each game, this offense wanting to get better. And we've seen that in the run game. But now I think this is kind of that opportunity it's not going to be every play. It's not going to be the type of thing where, you know, everything's going to work seamlessly and Kenny's going to see it, recognize it. Deontay's going to see it, recognize it, and they're going to complete that pass and it's going to be a touchdown. There very likely could be a chance that that happens, but the reality of it is, is we just need to see a little bit more in that area where it's like, hey, how are they communicating? What are they seeing? What's working against a really, really intense, potent Browns offense, Browns defense, excuse me, and then just being able to adjust and adapt, which is something we've seen the offense do kind of a decent amount this season. Uh, absolutely. They've adapted to a lot. And one thing they've adapted to is uh, um, running the ball really well late in the seat, late in the season here. They've gotten better at doing that. And that's allowed them to kind of take over a little bit. The Packers game was a prime example of that. They, they eclipsed 200 yards rushing. The Browns also, though, are looking at that. They're undoubtedly looking at it and saying, OK, we can't let Jalen Warren and Najee Harris as a duo hit us time and time again. We have to force them out of it. And that means to me, the Steelers, they have to be prepared for still want to run the ball, still try to run the ball, but be prepared for when they load the box, when the Browns are saying, hey, we, we're daring you to throw, have plays geared up that will give Kenny Pickett ample opportunity to make those plays, as well as, well as guys like Deontay Johnson and George Pickens and potentially Pat Frymuth, who looks like he'll be back this week. 
I was going to say you led right into my next point, but if Pat Fryermuth does come back this week, this offense looks drastically different than it did when the Steelers faced them the last time. Deontay Johnson was not part of that game. They really had to rely on George Pickens, and he did make some big plays, and it was just week two. But when you have Pat Fryermuth, who was going to be that guy in the middle, and then this is what Kenny talked about too in the locker room earlier this week, and then when you have guys like Deontay and George on the outside that can burn corners, all of a sudden it's like there's more dimension to this offense. And they weren't running the ball well week two when these two teams faced off. So if there's the ability to have all those types of options as an offense the Steelers are going to have to take advantage of those just if they want to you know this is we we talk about it and it seems so basic at face value but this is a massive game this is a really 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 big game and of course depending on what happens Thursday night too again we're recording this Thursday between the Bengals and the Ravens this can we can really shape a lot of how the division looks and yes there's still seven more games after this week so there's still time but this is going to be a big thing. So for the offense, are they going to be able to not only execute, but find ways to attack the Browns and find ways to be able to run the ball at least with what we've seen the last couple of weeks, because I do think the Browns are going to be more of a challenge against running the ball than the Packers and the Titans were. But if they can at least have a semblance of what we've seen from those two games and have to force the Browns to bring a safety down to just respect the run, then I think that opens up more things as well. It's going to be a fun one either way. We'll get more into this game with our final picks in the final segment of this show, but we do got to get to all of our Week 11 NFL picks here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. She's Jenna Harner from Channel 11 WPXI. I'm Chris Carter here at the Locked On Steelers podcast. Stick with us. We still have a lot to discuss for this weekend's action. But first, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, where the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports it's just you against the numbers. Instead of betting against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you can pick more or less on simple stat predictions of two to six players and across all the different sports, and you can watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the fun new daily fantasy game that everyone needs to start playing right now. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. That means it's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, if you think that LeBron James and Travis Kelsey will combine for at a 10.5 combo for three-pointers made in receptions, meaning if you think that they can combine for 11 combined three-pointers made in receptions this week, then you say more on prize picks and you can watch the money roll in. With prize picks reboot policy, they, the entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured for NFL games and top, college football top 25 matchups. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform platform with injury insurance and prize picks includes nfl nba nhl college sports and so much more download the prize picks app today or go on go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports when you go there be sure to hit up prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl and use code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl use code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 terms and conditions apply <coughs> Thank you. 
Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter. She's Jenna Harner. We get to the picks part of this uh, of the show, where Jenna, you are kicking butt right now. Not just against me, but against everybody right now. Jenna is tied for 21st in the ESPN Pigskin Pick'em Locked On Steelers Pick'em League. You have picked correctly 97 times this year. You're 97 and 52, tied for 21st. Our leaders right now are Cooper and Jay Smith, who are at 101 wins so far. That is crazy. I am way far behind all of y'all at 88 and 62. Still a good record. I'm I'm like I'm hitting at 81. That's a B in, mo- in most places. What am I doing doing there? But Jenna, you have been on the money so far. Ooh, ooh, we're at the A plus range, and I'm loving it too. Whoever said fade Jenna Harner at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, fade that. How are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get to our picks here. As always, we skip Thursday night football because this is a Friday show, but we go to Chargers at Packers. The Chargers are three-point favorites on the road road here. Man, this is tough for me because neither of these teams have been particularly good, but I'm rolling with the Packers here. I think that they can they can pull it off at home. Chargers going to, to the Midwest up north and everything. And whereas the Packers haven't been good, the Chargers, they're four and five, but they're I don't like their coaching. I think the Packers win. This is, there's so many games this week. I feel like that we're just kind of like back and forth. So like there's ones that I'm like, I feel like I should know exactly who is going to win this game. And I don't, this one's a toss up to me. I'm going with the chargers just because I think they're a little bit stronger of a team. And recently they've been playing some of their better football, but also I feel like the same can kind of be said about green Bay too, especially with what we saw just in the last two weeks for them. Yes. I know the Steelers beat them, but we know how close it was coming down to the end. I'm going with the chargers, but this one is, I'm uh, not super confident in this one. I remember all our lines are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. Next game, seven point spread. The Jaguars favored by seven at home against the Titans. I'm taking Jacksonville. They're going to win at home. Yeah, I'm going with Jacksonville to win and to cover in this one. I went back and forth a little bit on this because the line was seven, and I feel like divisional games are always close. But I just think the Jags got a little dose of reality when they faced the Niners a week ago and when they got smacked. But I think this matchup really suits them well. I also think Will Levis having a big down week, Derrick Henry having a big down week as well. The Jags' run defense is decently solid, and I think this fares really well for them. The Dolphins are 12 and a half point favorites at home against the Raiders. I know that the, that the Raiders have played better since Antonio Pierce took over, but I think this is the week that the Dolphins kind of show that they're where, where the talent gap is between these two teams. I completely agree. Dolphins coming back off that bye. They're getting healthy at the right time. I'm also, I, I like what the Raiders have done, but you beat Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito. So. Yeah. Not quite the offense that Tua took of Iloa in the Dolphins spring. So I think the defense is going to get after Tua, but also he is one of the quarterbacks in the league that gets the ball out of his hands the quickest. I like Miami a lot here. The Cowboys also 10.5 point favorites against uh, on the road against the Carolina Panthers. This is a gimme game right here. Panthers been struggling. Cowboys been rolling. Dak Prescott should have a big day. Yeah, if this is one of those, if you're in a survivor pool, this would be one of my top picks for that, just based on the way Dallas has been looking, especially Dak Prescott the last handful of weeks. Carolina's got some question marks big time. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals head on the road. They're four point four and a half point dogs, excuse me, to the Texans who are at home. I'm taking the Texans. CJ Stroud continues to impress. 
I think Kyler Murray, he certainly stepped up last week, but the Cardinals, they are all still in a rebuilding phase. I don't care what anybody says. Well, the Texans, they're also kind of rebuilding, but CJ Stroud has them further along in that process. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's been so fun to watch lately. He's thrust himself into on the fringes of the MVP conversation here, which I think is incredibly warranted just based on his performance. And he's looked phenomenal. I like the Texans a lot, but this is going to be an intriguing game for me. How can he, what can, are we going to see consistency from the Texans? And if he can answer that, then I think there's a lot of really good things moving forward so i'm going with houston giants at commanders washington nine and a half point favorites at home your new york football giants jenna tommy devito looks like he's starting again i gotta go with the commanders i'm sorry yep, going with the commanders as well the <laughs> race for drake may is happening i love it bring it on give me the commanders the giants might not actually win another game this year the christmas ornament for those who know not even coming out of the box Listen, you guys, you should ask your mom to find, like, go to, like, an army base somewhere and find a tank Christmas ornament and hang that. And that's your Giants Christmas ornament at the Harner family Christmas tree this year. Maybe I can ask our good friend Brooke Pryor for some UNC things to hang <laughs> on the tree. Being like, here's the future. There you go. Right there. Getting Drake May. Bears at Lions. Uh, seven and a half point favors for the Lions. I feel like that's. That could be a little bit larger here, so maybe a space for uh, people to bet on the Lions here. But I'm taking the Lions at home. I know Justin Fields has said that he's getting healthier and everything, but Detroit's playing too well uh, You know, this time of the year. I think they're going to win. They only have one loss this season. Am I wrong? Uh, I thought they had two. Team? They might be a two-loss team. Yeah, no, yeah. Some, Eagles are the only team with one loss there with two. They're one of the teams with two losses this year. Yeah, the Lions crazy. have been rolling. The fighting Dan Campbells, I'm here for it. I think they're a much stronger team than the Bears. Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown have looked great. That connection has been phenomenal. I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, the Lions 7-2. and two. They would be the two seed in the NFC right now if they played, if the playoffs started today. Crazy stuff from them. The Buccaneers at the Niners, another big spread here. Niners 11 and a half point favorites at home. Uh, an East Coast team travels to the West Coast. The Niners beat the snot out of the Jaguars. I can see that happening again this week. Yeah, they kind of that three game losing skid going into the bye, I think really helped turn a lot of things around. I think they get back on the right side of things and show us why they're one of the best teams in the league right now. Going Niners, no doubt. Jets at Bills, AFC East action here. Bills are seven point favorites at home here. I'm taking Buffalo easy, though. Everyone's talking about Josh Allen turning over the football. That's what the Jets defense does pretty well, too. They get after it. I'm still taking the Bills to find a way to win at home. The Bills need to, especially when they're going to be facing, I believe they have a gauntlet at some point where they face the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins back to back to back. It's like murderer's row, and they have to win because that loss to the Broncos really sinks them. This is a divisional matchup. I like the Bills because I feel like the more desperate team needs this year, but I like the Jets to cover. I like that. The Jets can cover here. Also, you're right. Their next, their, their next three games – they have on the road against the Eagles. They get a bye week. Then they're on the road against the Chiefs. Then they're home against the Cowboys. Then they Cowboys. finish Chargers, Patriots, and then at the Dolphins to close out the season. Bills are fighting for their playoff lives right now at 5-5. Five and five. So they got, they got to win this game or they're in a lot of trouble. Seahawks at Rams. Seahawks only one-point favorites on the road. That's a pick -em game right here. But I'm taking Seattle. They find a way to win on the road. Yeah, me as well. This one, I, I like this because it's a both West Coast teams, but I think Seattle has a lot of the really good pieces. I know there's been some ups and downs, but I like them as a more complete team here. 
Vikings at Broncos for your Sunday night football game. Broncos are favored by two and a half points. They have been upstarts. They've upset, you know, back-to-back teams here. Uh, but I'm taking Josh Dobbs and the Vikings. I believe in that energy way too much right now. Maybe it's because they got Jordan Addison. Maybe it's because they got Josh Dobbs. I don't care. I don't care. I'm taking Minnesota. Kevin O'Connell needs to be yeah. in the conversation for coach of the year just mm-hmm. based on what they've been able to do. I love the Josh Dobbs story. I'm so happy for him as a human, as an athlete, as a guy who's worked as hard as he is to get to where he is. I think the Vikings continue to roll here. And who would have thought this game would have been interesting? If you told me that there was going to be storylines coming into this, sun- this Sunday night game a couple weeks ago, I would have looked at you like you were crazy. But I'm here for it. Absolutely. Then the game I think everyone's going to be tuning in for on on, on Monday Night Football. Eagles at Chiefs, Super Bowl rematch here. Chiefs are two and a half point favorites at home. And I'm taking the Chiefs here. I keep going back and forth on this one. I like what the Eagles have been doing. But the Chiefs defense has been really good this year. And I think that they do just enough to limit the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes puts them over the top. But I could totally see this matchup happening again uh, this February uh, coming up and being these teams being right back on the same field. I could not agree more. This game is so back and forth for me, but the Chiefs defense, I'm with you on that, is kind of what does it for me. Also, the Eagles secondary has been exposed in the last couple of weeks, and who's going to take more advantage of that than arguably the best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes? So I think this is going to be a close game. This is going to be such a fun game. I cannot wait for Monday night. I'm going with the Chiefs in this one, but yeah, I think we'll see this matchup at some point again, probably. Absolutely. A reminder, all our lines, odds, and ends were given by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. When we come back, Steelers, Browns predictions times. We'll go over the lines on that one. What we see is the keys to the game and our final score predictions here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by DoorDash. Why root for your favorite team on an empty stomach? You can order DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites like ordering pizza, wings, pop, burgers, whatever you want. Just deliver it on DoorDash to get all those all those things delivered without missing the game. For me, I like to order some Big Shot Bob's wings right to my door. Get that Frank White sauce on some Big Shot Bob's. Or if I'm feeling if I'm feeling traditional Pittsburgh, I get some Primanis and that sirloin steak and cheese. All that and more on DoorDash. Right now, you can get up to fifty percent off on your on a ten dollar value when you spend fifteen dollars or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app today. When you download the DoorDash app, be sure to enter the code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. Subjects to change. Terms and conditions apply. Get prepared for before game day. Stock up on your favorite appetizers or order all your tailgate gear at DoorDash. Then get ready to watch your team win. And if you want even more value on that, you can get the Dash Pass membership on the DoorDash app, and that make that gives you $0 delivery fees on all eligible orders. Again, don't forget, you get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms and conditions apply. We're back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, the Friday edition with Chris Carter and Jenna Harner from Channel 11 WPXI. It's time to talk Steelers versus Browns and give our final predictions here. Jenna, we could talk about the round, the Browns defense versus the Steelers rushing offense, the Steelers defense versus the Browns rushing offense. We could talk about Kenny Pickett. We could talk about Dorian Thompson, Jr., Dorian Thompson Robinson. What do you see as the biggest factor that you need to see for the Steelers to achieve in this game for them to get the win? 
That is a really good question because I think there's a lot of storylines and a lot of interesting aspects to this game that you can point to. But I think it has to be the Steelers defense creating turnovers because that is going to be a really big part of this game. You can set your offense up so well in advantageous positions by playing that field position game. And if you can get a turnover and all of a sudden you set your offense up inside the Browns 30, almost outside of the red zone, then I think the Steelers offense will fare really well in this one. If that's going to be the case, you got to get the turnovers and the offense just has to be able to execute. Those are two huge factors for me in this one. So if the Steelers defense that's banged up and dealing with some injuries and missing two of their top inside linebackers, you're going to have to be able to create takeaways. And I think they will be able to, especially against a rookie quarterback, but that's going to be key for me in this in order if the Steelers get a win here. In their last four wins combined, the Steelers have one turnover in the one in the one loss over that five game span. They've had two turnovers. I think that is a big a big part factor in this game. And you're absolutely right. You know, the Browns, they were able to force some turnovers in that game, but the Steelers forced a lot more turnovers, which got them the win. I, you know, I think the Steelers defense still forces key turnovers in this game. I think they still they get after the rookie quarterback. They make him make mistakes. They force some fumbles. They do what they've been good at all season long. But in that process, they, they they might not get four turnovers, which means the offense has to find a way to protect the ball even better than they did last time. And that's going to be a lot on Kenny Pickett not making the big mistakes in this game. And again, to Kenny Pickett's credit, he, is, he has really turned it on of late. He's protected the football, which is very much what the MO of what Mike Tomlin and Matt Canada want him to do in his last five straight, five straight starts. He has not thrown an interception. That's huge for the for the for the Steelers' offense right now, and that's going to be huge for both sides of the football for the Steelers if he can continue that pace. But he also has to make some big plays, and that'll be at some point in this game when the Browns stack the box, they dare you the Steelers to throw. He has to be able to hit those moments and capitalize on them. That to me is a big factor in this game. The trench wars absolutely part of it, but Kenny Pickett making just a couple big plays here and there. And not turning the ball over will, will be, in my opinion, enough if the if he if he makes it happen for the Steelers to win. All that being st- said, Jenna, give us your predictions of the game. What's the big factor that plays into it at the turning moment of this game in your final score prediction? My prediction, I think the Steelers are going to win this game, but I can see it going either way. I think these next two weeks, the Steelers come out of these two divisional games one and one. So if they're going to lose this game or if they're going to lose against the Bengals, It's going to be one of those. I do think the Steelers win, and I think you can hear Zeke getting excited here because he also wants to give his prediction. He's liking what we're talking about. (laughs) Um, I I think the Steelers win. I think it's 27 to 20. I think the defense either has a score or sets the Steelers' offense up, again, in a very advantageous um, spot on the field. But I think one of the biggest things, again, like I mentioned, it comes down to the Steelers defense forcing takeaways. And I think it's going to be at one of those crucial moments where the Browns are driving late. It's a one score game and they're going to force Dorian Thompson Robinson into a rookie mistake, rookie style mistake. And they're going to be able to capitalize on that. So I think the Steelers win. I think it's really close, though. Okay. I, I, the, listen, this is the pace of how the Steelers play their games. Like yeah. if Deshaun Watson's in, maybe it's the same thing. But Dorian Thompson Robinson, the Browns are going to want to play the game at the pace of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And whatever a game has been in that pace, the Steelers have won this season for most. I'll say the Jaguars game is close to that. But I, I think as long as Kenny Pickett's healthy and, they, and he doesn't make the big turnovers, they get a chance. That's why I'm going to be picking the. Why, why am I being given this? Okay. 
All right. Jenna, this is a note from the order of locked on Steelers fans who say that Chris Carter is not allowed to pick the Steelers to win if Jenna Harner has already picked the Steelers to win because every time they have done that this season, they have lost. Okay, well, we have a note here from the fans of the Locked On Steelers podcast that say that I cannot pick the Pittsburgh Steelers to win. So therefore, the Browns will find a way to win this one. I'm going to say in crazy fashion, 18 to 13 or something crazy like Whoa. that. They have I have been ordered by Steelers fans who are furious every time we pick the same team to win if the Steelers, if we both pick the Steelers to win, they have been 0-3 this season. So therefore, I have by, by decree of the order of Locked On Steelers fans, I am not allowed to pick the Steelers right now. So, therefore, the Browns will win 18-13. What was your final score prediction, Jenna? 27-20. There you go, 27-20. Listen, Steelers fans, hope that Jenna Connor, she's been picking at an insane rate this season. She's been in the in the she's been at the 90th percentile or something like something like that. Let her be right. I'll, I'll Oh, excuse me, 97th percentile. Excuse me, Jenna Harner. I'm sorry for getting that wrong. They're mistied for 21st place among 280 people right now. But that's Jenna Harner's pick right there. I'm Chris Carter, host of the Locked On Steelers podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Jenna, thanks for joining us here on the Friday. Let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Well, thank you for having me as always amidst all the chaos. Zeke says, where did he go? Thank what up, Zeke? As well, he's excited. He's thrilled to be here. Um, you can hear his tail. That's his excitement. <laughs> there. That's his tail. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, Instagram Jenna underscore Harner, um, and locally in Pittsburgh on WPXI. We will be in Cleveland this weekend for the game, so it's going to be a fun matchup. Absolutely. I'll be on Final Word Channel 11 shortly. Well, not shortly after, late night after the game on Channel 11, WPXI, talking about the Steelers game, but also here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. So find me, Chris Carter, at Carter Critiques on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the social medias, same handle, same place, at Carter Critiques. Find me at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, post-gazette.com for my work on Pitt and the North Shore Drive podcast that covers the Steelers. And of course, the Locked on Steelers podcast, Monday through Friday, breaking things down in your Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see you here after the game here on the Locked on Steelers podcast podcast.